0: Glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. This covenant that God has established between Himself and Jesus will last forever. We have a new covenant established on better promises. Thank God Jesus is the guarantee that it'll work. He is the surety of the new covenant. That means the guarantee that it'll work. Thank God. Now I want us to go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion of a man, he humbled himself, became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him, given him a name that above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. Now we know that things don't have knees. He's talking about beings. Beings in heaven, beings in earth, beings under the earth. Now... I looked at this for years and I thought, well, isn't that great? You know, every knee will bow to Jesus. But did you notice it didn't say it bow to Jesus? It said it'll bow to the name of Jesus. And he gave us his name to use. We have authority. Not only are we citizens of two worlds, we have authority in three worlds. From this right here, you can see that. The name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Beings in heaven, beings in earth, beings under the earth. Now, go on over to the Philippians, the third chapter. Look at verse 20. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile bodies, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. But now what I want you to see is that Paul says our conversation, that's a little blind to us, That word conversation means our citizenship is in heaven. We're citizens of heaven. Now, in 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, here the Apostle Paul begins to tell us that we have weapons that are not carnal. Let's begin with verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Now that will jerk the slack out of your chain, won't it? I mean, you know, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Well, Paul says, all right to take revenge or vengeance after your obedience is fulfilled. Well, you can forget that (laughs) because uh, uh, we're not going to be in that position. Most likely, we've got our hands full fulfilling our obedience, and much less trying to avenge something else. But now, as citizens of heaven, as citizens of another world, even though we're here, present in this world. Now, I want to take you mentally back to Ephesians, the first chapter, where... Paul says that God has highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name. And we just read it in Philippians. Then the second chapter of Ephesians says, And he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now this is in the spirit realm. You know, I have sense enough to know we're not there in the flesh. But he's talking about authority delegated to the body of Christ, we have spiritual authority through the head, Jesus Christ. He has given us authority on this earth in the spirit realm. We have authority in the natural realm by the fact that we're born here. We have a physical flesh, blood, and bone body that gives us authority on this planet. That's why God made a covenant with Noah, made a covenant with Adam, made a covenant with Abraham, because God had given man dominion on this planet. And until the lease runs out, man has dominion on this planet. He may not exercise it. He has authority. Let's put it that way. He has authority to take dominion. That's why Adam fell. I got a letter the other day from a lady that said, What was it Adam said that caused him to fall? I believe it was something he said. Well, I thought about it for a little bit and I said, I don't believe it was something he said. I believe it's something he didn't say. God told him to subdue the earth and have dominion over it, every creeping thing. And that serpent came creeping in the garden. And he could have said, In the name of Almighty God, I command you to leave this planet. And Satan would have had to have left instantly. He couldn't have stayed because he had authority. But he didn't exercise it. So it was rather something that he didn't say rather than what he did say. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God. Now, let me call your remembrance to something that was said. Paul says that Satan cannot tempt us. How did he say that? He said, uh, you won't be tempted above that you're able. God will always make a way of escape. I see sometimes people read into that that it says God won't put more on you than you can bear. That was not what it said. It says God will make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. The word bear means to remain. In other words, it won't take you down. So Satan is limited to things that are common to man. He can only tempt you with things that are common to man. He can't tempt you supernaturally. He can't come to your spirit and tempt you in the realm of the Spirit, He has to come with you through the five physical senses. But now our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That's all He's got to work with. It's what you can see, feel, touch, taste, and so on. He's got to deal with that. That's the only way He can tempt you. The Bible says that every man is tempted when He's drawn away of His own lust and enticed when lust is conceived to bring forth sin. Well, it's through the eye, the ear, the so on. That, that's the way he tempts you. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Somebody said that's not fair. Who said it had to be fair? Not a fair fight, is it? Thank God we have supernatural weapons. The casting down imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. But see, it requires discipline to do that. And, of course, we have supernatural means of prayer through the Holy Spirit. So as citizens of another world, we have the ability to draw power from that other world. Now, when I was learning to scuba dive, Lynn Meek took us out, and we'd spent two days in a pool going through all the procedure. Then he took us out the third day, and we're out going down to the bottom. There's about three or four of us, and we hold hands, and we sink down in 20 foot of water. And, you know, even though that water looks so clear up there in Greer's Fair Lake, When you get to the bottom, there's a lot of silt down there. I call it mud dust. (laughs) Because when you hit the bottom, it just swirls up, just looks like a dust storm down in the water. And when we got down in that water and all hit the bottom, that mud just swirled up. And I was sitting there holding my breath, thinking, I ain't going to breathe this stuff. All of a sudden, I got a revelation. I wasn't breathing that water anyway. But it sure looked like I'd breathe it if I breathed. But you see, I had my life support from another world. I'm under the water. I'm in a different world altogether. But my life support is from another world. And that's the way we are. Our life support is from another world. I mean, you can settle down in all the mud and trash and all the crime and all the dope and all the strife and everything else going around. We have life support from another world. Jesus said the words, I speak unto to you, their spirit, their life. We draw our strength and our power from another world. Casting down imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Weapons of our warfare. Notice he said, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. In one place he said, there is a struggle. But it's not with flesh and blood. It's with principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world. That's why we have to have supernatural weapons of warfare. And that's why we have the name of Jesus, to pull down these strongholds, cast down imaginations, and every high thing, bring it into obedience to Christ. Now, let's go to Second Corinthians, the 5th chapter. And notice what Paul said, beginning with verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Now I want you to listen to this. He reconciling the world to himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now, I like the way the Amplified says it. It says, God was personally present in Christ, restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against them their trespasses, but canceling them. You know, we beat the poor old sinner over the head and told him he was going to hell and his sins was going to send him to hell. And if we had told him the real truth, if the sinners today understood the real truth that God's not holding their trespasses against them, he's canceled them. Well, somebody said, well, they'll go to heaven then, won't they? No, no. They have to be born again. They've got to receive that divine favor that's now offered them. But he's given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 20, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Not our righteousness, it's his righteousness. Now before I leave the broadcast today, I want to remind you that our book offer this week is book offer number 7504. It's called your spiritual authority, 180-page paperback. It's $11 plus $4 postage and handling. That's a total of $15. Now, here are some of the chapter titles in this book. Chapter 1 is man under authority. You need to understand you're under the authority of God, but you have dominion through the Word of God, speaking the Word of God in faith. God gave man dominion. Read Genesis chapter 1. Then chapter 2 is in his image. You were created in the image of God. Chapter 3, dominion through words. Chapter 4, keys to understanding the Bible. Now, if you don't understand the first three chapters of Genesis, you're not going to operate in the great faith the Bible talks about in ever-increasing faith. The key is understanding the keys to the Bible. Number 5 is Noah's covenant. Number 6 is Abraham's covenant. Now, it's important to understand that God made covenants with man. And he did that because man was here on earth to have dominion over this planet. And if you don't understand that dominion, you're not going to take dominion over situations and circumstances. Then we talk about the authority of the body, how your body gives you authority on this planet. Get out and vote. You have authority on this planet. Your body gives you authority. So don't miss it. Get out and vote. Chapter 8 is the authority of the body. Chapter 9 is the authority of Jesus. And if you don't understand the authority of Jesus, you'll never understand his ministry. He was a man. He was born on this planet. He had a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. And he had that body because he had to have a physical body to have authority on this planet. That's book offer number 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority. 180-page paperback. For $11 plus $4 postage and handling, that's a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon.